we'll go to tight ends. My top five, Rob Gronkowski at number one, despite three touchdowns, 540 receiving yards last year, he was hurt. So Rob Gronkowski is number one. Travis Kelsey is number two. He's still the best receiver in Kansas City. My number three is Greg Olson, who found his way to 1,000 yards in a bad season for Cam Newton, and he's Cam Newton's top target. Jordan Reed is my number four. And my number t- my, my number five, which could easily move somewhere between three, four, and five, is Martellus Bennett, who as a backup tight end last year had seven touchdowns with New England, 701 yards and 55 catches. Now he can be the guy in Green Bay who loves the tight end position but hasn't had a good one in a while. So with that being said, that's my top five. I'm convinced that Mike and I have the same top five in a different order. Now he will give you his. You know, everybody knows Gronk's the number one guy, and I got news for you. If you want Gronk, you're going to have to pay for him, and have to pay for him in the middle of the second round. And I'm okay if he falls to me, that's great. And if he doesn't fall to me, I don't have that headache of having to replace him when he goes down. Now, Gronk is the guy who's supposedly going to take better care of his body, and he's on part of the Tom Brady diet. Look, if you're on the Tom Brady diet, you're on a Tom Brady diet. Don't tell me you're on part of the Tom Brady diet. Don't tell me you're going to calm down and quit the partying and quit all the off-the-field shenanigans and, and cruise with Gronk and the Gronk family and party down and there's naked videos showing up on YouTube. Don't do any of that stuff. I think he realizes now, in order to prolong his career, he needs to take better care of his body, and hopefully that'll show. But Gronk is Gronk. He's going to play very physical. And when you play very physical in the NFL, you may get hurt. And Gronk gets hurt every year. So I'm going to let somebody else take Gronk. But right behind Gronk, not too far behind Gronk, at the rate of a point and a half a week, a point and a half a week is Travis Kelsey. So I think there's a lot more value there at the end of the third round. But I got news for you. If somebody takes Gronk and you want Kelsey, you might want to bump him up a little bit on your board there so you get a solid tight end. But you can't go wrong with Greg Olson. It's my number three, and he's not far behind Travis Kelsey. So, again, somebody takes Gronk, that's fine. Somebody takes Gronk, and somebody takes Kelsey, that's fine. They took Greg Olson. Greg Olson has led his team in targets and receptions the past several years. I want that guy. I want the guy that's getting the looks. I don't know where you had Jimmy Graham, but I got Jimmy Graham at number four on my list. I think he's going to be a lot more comfortable in in that Seattle offense. And I think they're going to do some more things to utilize Jimmy Graham's skills now that he's been on a team and developing a better rapport with uh, Russell Wilson. Number five, I have Jordan Reed. You're number four. You know, Jordan Reed, outstanding Florida Gator, came to the Gator, was a quarterback, ended up converting to tight end. And, you know, I knew he was going to be a great tight end in the league, but he's even surpassed my expectations. The expectation where he's letting me down is his ability to stay on the field. He's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt. He's going into the season with a toe problem. I don't know how that affects him, but I'm still willing to take him at the beginning of the fifth round. That's where his average draft position is, beginning of the fifth round. So you can't go wrong with any one of those guys. I have two through five, and as a matter of fact, you might be be doing yourself a service by letting somebody else take Gronk this year. Yeah, you know, Gronk, and, and like Mike said, somebody always picks up Gronk early. And in the second round, I believe that's where it was last year for our, for you know at least some of the drafts that we had up here in Central and Upstate New York. So I'm I'm convinced that somebody will take Gronkowski at like the top of the second round, most likely or the bottom of the second round. Somebody might be crazy enough to take him in the first round because they think that that'll be their wide their number one wide receiver. 
So that could happen at the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus this weekend, Saturday, August 26th, and Sunday, August 27th. Drafts are at noon and at 5 p.m. both days. There's four drafts in total over this weekend. Thanks to Heather and Danny Tome for having us at the Wildcat Sports Pub. Phenomenal place. Very excited to have the opportunity to be there at the Wildcat Sports Pub and have this be our entire season home and beyond for the Wake Up Call Fantasy Football Challenge from now going into it, live drafts, whole fantasy season, regular season, playoffs, Super Bowl, so on and so forth, the celebration party at the end with our awards and everything that we have. So I'm very much looking forward to being at the Wildcat Sports Pub. Uh, you asked me where my Jimmy, where Jimmy Graham was for me. He's number six. So he almost made my top five, and he had uh, just about 1,000 yards last year, six touchdowns. Martellus, Brent, Martellus Bennett cracked my top five, and Jimmy is right behind him. I would be happy with either one. If somebody took Martellus and didn't take Jimmy and Jimmy fell to me, I'd say Jimmy, and vice versa. You know, Kyle Rudolph, Hunter Henry, Delaney Walker, and Tyler Eifert, they made my top 10. Zach Ertz makes my top 15 and, and almost made my top 10, but he is so inconsistent that it's like if you don't have him, you're kind of kicking yourself for not having him. But if you do have him, it's, you know, it's a situation of sometimes he's good and sometimes he's just there. C.J. Fedorowicz for the Houston Texans. He has something to offer you, but that's contingent on Deshaun Watson and Tom Savage. Jack Doyle was inconsistent, but still had almost 600 yards and almost 60 catches and five touchdowns. So outside of your top five, top six, what can you say about the likes of, uh, of where you'd put a Jason Witten or a Jack Doyle, a C.J. Fedorowicz, a Zach Ertz? Where would these guys line up in in – in your look at the tight ends going into this season? Well, my 6 through 10 is uh, it's probably a little bit different than what you expected. I, I have Tyler Eifert at 6. I have him a good point behind Jordan Reed and Jimmy Pavanaugh. He's proven himself to have an out. He's proven himself to have an out. He's proven himself to have an out. He's proven himself to have an outstanding rapport with Marcus Mariota. Hunter Henry is an interesting story here. He burst on the scene last year. We talked about him last year as a rookie before many people even knew who he was. Well, everybody knows who he is now. And especially if you're in a dynasty league and he's available, I don't know why he would be, but or if you're in a new keeper league, you know, Hunter Henry's a guy you might want to run out and snatch because Antonio Gates needs one touchdown to supplant Tony Gonzalez and get that record. And there's a rumor, I don't believe it, because I don't think Antonio Gates is that guy, that he may get that one touchdown first game and retire. Now, mind you, Antonio Gates isn't cutting into Hunter Henry's playing time. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. But if that happens, that's even more the, more the reason to feel solid and good about your selection in Hunter Henry. Number nine, Kyle Rudolph has proven to be a guy who's got good hands. He's a big target in Minnesota. And Zach Ertz having problems staying on the field rounds out my top ten. You can pay for uh, any one of these guys in the seventh through ninth round to make sure you get a good one. And my, my guy at 11 is Martellus Bennett, and I know you have him a little bit higher. I just think there's too many targets. There's only one football. And, and in Green Bay, they do like to spread the ball around. Now, 
uh, that being said, there's a couple guys who are rookies. If you're in a dynasty league or keeper league, these guys are going to be available. You want to jump on these guys. I'm talking David Njoku. Even though he plays for Cleveland, Cleveland always uses the, the tight end as a security blanket. And, you know, there's guys that have success there. You will get garbage. Nobody knew who he is. Nobody knows who he is now because he's gone. Same thing with Cameron Jordan. He did, he, he, or Jordan Cameron. I always get those two confused. He, he had a tremendous opportunity there, went to Miami and was a bust. So David Njoku could put up some points right away for you and pay off long term. Evan Ingram, another rookie for the Giants. He's going way at the end of the 14th round. That's a guy you want to snatch up. And O'Day Howard. This guy may do some things in Tampa. This guy is a guy with some good hands, and I know they like to spread the ball around, but they do like a good tight end in Tampa. And if they can, if you can land yourself an O.J. Howard for the long term in a dynasty or keeper league, you're going to be doing fine. Jason Witten, where where do you see him when you look at rankings of tight ends going into this year? I mean, we look at his numbers last year. 673 receiving yards, 69 catches, three touchdowns. The man will play without his helmet on. He is the best tight end by far since Jay Novacek wore 84 for the Cowboys. Where do you put Jason Witten? I think Jason Witten's a solid tight end. I think I, I would be, you know, it's a good team if you got him on your team, but I think he's a good team if he's your backup tight end. Because of the fact of what's going on in Dallas, I don't. I think they've been tapering off. Jason Witten is getting up there in age. They're looking more to the receivers and the running back. It's all about Ezekiel Elliott, so that may help you in the first couple weeks of the season. But you know, don't get me wrong. He's still better than half the tight ends in the league. When I talk about players, a lot of times it gets misconstrued that I don't like certain players. Oh, I like them. It's just I like ten other guys better than this guy. So Jason Witten, number fifteen on my list. He's going at the end of the twelfth round. And before I know you had mentioned Jack Doyle and C.J. Fedorowicz, Jack Doyle's going in the end of the 11th round right now. He's number 13 on my list. And C.J. Fedorowicz, you can wait on him all day if you want. He's not on my list because he's a 19. And I'm usually in a 10 to 12 team league, and I wouldn't even count on him as my backup tight end, unfortunately. But, you know, you could do a lot worse. There's a lot of other guys. But, you know, if I'm going to reach for a C.J. Fedorowicz, I might reach for David Njoku or Evan Ingram or an O.J. Howard instead. And You know, I like the upside guys have. I'm a class half full guy, so I like to give guys every opportunity to fail. And you and I have Jack Doyle in the exact same spot at 13. What can you say about the Dwayne Allen factor? The Patriots like to use two tight ends, even though Gronk is the guy. Martellus Bennett had success even when Rob Gronkowski was healthy. They're still looking at two tight ends. The Dwayne Allen factor leaving Indy, going to the Patriots. What do you think about Dwayne Allen? Well, again, Dwayne Allen is kind of like a C.J. Fedorowicz. They're on the same tier. They're on the same platform. If I'm in a, like, if I was in a twenty-team league or a fourteen-team league or something, I would consider him as a as a backup. But I'm trying to stay away from a guy like that. Now I know they utilize two tight ends, but let me ask you something: Who's throwing the ball? I'm not convinced that Andrew Luck's going to make an appearance before week four. And, I, you know, I don't have time to wait to week four. If I go 0-4 because I took a flyer on a tight end I shouldn't have, well, that's my own fault. I deserve to be where I'm going to be because i got to win every week. My tight end's got to outscore your tight end every week no matter who I'm playing. So I'm either going to take one of my top tight ends or I'm going to take a risk on one of these rookies with a lot of upside. 
This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. And that's why when you look at mine with Jared Cook, who had some moments with the Oakland Raiders here in the preseason, and Dwayne Allen, who is now the Patriots, and C.J. Fedorowicz and whatnot, and, and Josh Hill even, who could take that number one job in with the New Orleans Saints and be the guy in New Orleans, which had so much success in the past with Jimmy Graham and others because Drew Brees likes to target the tight end. It still puts you in a position that an Austin Hooper, who's a young guy, who's coming into this season, has an opportunity to be a steal for you and probably your number two tight end. O.J. Howard is in my top 16 with Cameron Brait, his teammate. So O.J. Howard's in my top 16. David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns coming out of Miami's in my top 16. And Evan Ingram is in my top 16 because the upside, as Mike said, there is a lot of upside to these players and there's a lot of opportunity. I think that if you don't get Hunter Henry or Olsen or Kelsey or Gronkowski or Reed or Martellus Bennett or Jimmy Graham or Kyle Rudolph, Delaney Walker, Tyler Eifert, let's say the top 10 are gone and you come into this thing late, you got Jack Doyle, and outside of Jack Doyle, I'm okay with Engram, I'm okay with Njoku, I'm okay with O.J. Howard or Austin Hooper. I'm going to be all right if I get any of those three rookies when it comes to Njoku, Howard, or Engram. And I'm not going to tell you which one I would choose because I got drafts coming up. So, any, why are you laughing, Mike? <laughs> it's all right. Why? What are you laughing about? You and I agreed on a lot of this stuff. No, I, I just think it's wonderful that you're keeping these secrets from me and everybody else before not, your draft. It don't matter. I'm going to beat you. It don't matter. <laughs> you say that. You say that. You say it with confidence and you say it with belief. But neither you nor I won that league last year, and I know one thing is you're very happy that your son got the toilet championship, and I know that you're excited for me to bring that down to him. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, I got a, I got a few pupils, one of them won that league a couple of years ago, so, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Sofka love still around, so I'm happy for those other people, and I'm real happy he took last place, because if you're going to really be bad at something, do it so you win a trophy. Right. Well, then the way that I look at it is it's as, it's as simple as this. If you're going to get if you're not going to get first, then you might as well get last because nobody in the middle gets a prize and the toilet trophies are very classy. 
So I like the toilet trophies. They're done by Penn and Trophy. The mini Lombardi trophies for first place are done by the Penn and Trophy Center on 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York. They do a phenomenal job. And I get to pick the picture that goes inside of the toilet seat, and you don't know what picture I picked. And I have a, a beautiful picture of Trey on the beach, shirtless with a straw hat on. So, I mean, I feel like even though I lost, I still won by being able to pick that picture. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, we, we will uh, we'll conclude there for this because we, you know, defenses and kickers, we told you, wait until the end. Don't worry about it. Don't fret about it. Like I said, there are tight ends that's that there are tight ends aplenty, and if you miss out on your tops here, you're still going to get a starter in David and Joku. You're still going to get a starter in in uh, in somebody like in Evan Ingram, even though they're rookies. So there's still opportunities for you outside of the top ten. Jack Doyle still an opportunity. Somebody will take Zach Ertz higher than I ever would. That happens every year. And Delaney Walker is a forgotten child in my top 10. So there's still opportunities at tight end for you. I put 22 on my list online on wakeupcalldt.com under fantasy football in the rankings. So if you can't find one in the top 22, we got some problems. So you should be okay and you should be able to be all right here. I look at your tight end being your your, your fourth best wide receiver, depending on how deep your league is. So do not overdraft your tight end, and don't worry if Grant goes in the second round. You're going to have people that won't even know how to pronounce David Njoku, let alone that he plays in the NFL. So you will have opportunities to grab some of these cats that next year people are going to go, holy crap, I'm getting that guy in round three or round seven or round this, where this time around they might get him in round 14, or you might be laughing your way to the bank in round 17 that your backup tight end still sitting there and he's a starter and he's going to be good but they didn't believe in him because he's a rookie this year. So tight end wise, I think there's a lot of wiggle room and I think you're going to be all right. And we have given you our outlook on everything. You can listen back to our quarterback show on the wake up call DT free app. You can download it by going to wakeupcalldt.com and clicking on the RSS feed, the iTunes feed or the Podbean feed. You have the quarterback show, the running back show, and this will be separated into wide receiver and tight end and company. So you'll get two more shows out of today. You could go back and listen to right there on wakeupcalldt.com, right underneath the live feed where it says download for free. And, of course, you could pick it up on Mike's website, halloffamefantasyfootball.com, on Twitter at calldt, and on Facebook at wakeupcalldt. So we have more than prepared you for today. We have more than prepared you for your draft. For some odd reason, I made Mike laugh because he thinks he's going to beat me. But I'm not the trash talker. I'm just the guy that goes to work every day. So I'm going to put my suit and tie on, and I'm going to meet Mike in the parking lot, and we're going to have to see who's going to win the game. Yeah, well, it's no it's no fun unless you can trash talk a little bit. You always try to keep things on the up. You always try to, you know, it's all in good nature. It's all in good fun. But at the same time, I'm a competitive person. And, you know, that's why, that's what drove me to build that site, Hall of Fame Fantasy Football.com. I want to share my love and my passion for the game. You can go there and find my top 10 list. You can find all the podcast links to the show. You can find some other audio as well. You can find uh, expert advice. I have other people that I rely on to help me. And I want to put an extended invitation out to anybody that got let go by ESPN. 
HallofameFantasyFootball.com is hiring. Go ahead and call me. That coming from Mike Sofka of Hall of Fame Fantasy Football. Dot com myself Dan Satora here on Wake Up Call. Check out Hall of Fame Fantasy as well as Wake Up Call DT.com and you'll find fantasy football links on the homepage as well as on the fantasy football tab. If you click on fantasy football on wake up call DT.com, you'll get all our shows. And if you go to the fantasy football tab and look at the drop down menu, you'll get individual rankings of each position quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Didn't do kickers and defenses because people, as we've said over and over again, you're going to be all right with your defense and your kicker. I only set aside 10 to 15 points for them weekly anyways, so I'm relying heavily on 90 points coming elsewhere. And like Mike said, trash talking, he enjoys it. It's fun for him. I will join in some trash talking after the game ends once everything's put in and ESPN doesn't say they made a mistake in the scoring system, then I will put my trash talking in where there's no possible way that I could lose the game. I wait in, I wait until all the I wait until all the electoral electoral votes are in and all the districts have already put their votes in, Mike. Yeah, that, that correction line on Thursday will kill you. You've been doing good all week. You're getting ready for the Thursday game and oh I lost last week. They flipped that reception. It wasn't a reception, or they flipped that. It wasn't. It wasn't a hundred yards. It was ninety-nine yards. So I lose the bonus and the game. So yeah, those things happen. You know, you play enough, you're going to see those things. So hey, that's why I love the game. Well, as always, Mike, I appreciate it. Happy drafting, and I will speak with you very soon. Hey, sounds great. Thanks, Dan. All right, take care. That coming from Mike Sofka one more time. Good friend of mine. And we've known each other for almost a decade. We met <laughs> through me doing a show at ESPN 1080, the team in Orlando. He was listening to the show. We linked up through the show that way. I <laughs> I asked people to be in fantasy football in a league that in Orlando down there in Orlando that's still going on to this day, eight years strong. This is year number eight. And Mike heard me through my show. Then we met each other. Then we worked in the same place when I added another radio station we had a show like one after the other. And now we've been doing this for over a year in Fantasy Football Friday, where we dedicate a day of the week to giving you fantasy football advice to carry you through the entire weekend and forward, as well as to give some remarks on what's happened in the past. You've gotten our rankings. You've gotten our thoughts. We've prepared you. You could become more prepared by going to wakeupcalldt.com on the homepage and seeing the fantasy football links and also by going to the fantasy football page on wakeupcalldt.com specifically. Listen back to our shows. Check out the individual position rankings. And, of course, a shout-out to Mike Sofka. Go to halloffamefantasyfootball.com. We're helping people all throughout central and upstate New York, central Florida, and all throughout Florida, and, of course, anywhere in the country or the world that you're playing fantasy football. I've given advice to North Dakota before. I am more than happy to give my advice to you. Find me on Twitter at CallDT and on Facebook at WakeUpCallDT. 